Welcome back everyone. Covered call options are the recent craze in generating massive amounts of passive income. In the current market environment, dividend yields of 3-4% are not very appealing, considering that you can invest in risk-free US treasuries and receive a higher cash flow. So naturally, dividend investors are seeking higher yielding investments, and filling this void in the market are popular covered call ETFs like QILD or JEPI that both offer yields of 11%. And if 11% isn't sufficiently high enough for you, you also have the more recent offerings from yield max ETFs that are paying out yields of 30% or more. That is an insanely high level of passive income, and it's hard not to get excited about it. But oftentimes, history tells us that if something sounds too good to be true, there's usually a catch. A perfect example that comes to mind is Bernie Madoff and his remarkable track record of consistently outperforming the stock market that turned out to be nothing more than the largest Ponzi scheme in history. Now I'm certainly not saying that covered call options or the ETFs I mentioned are a Ponzi scheme because they are not. They are legitimate investment vehicles that are delivering fantastic results. But if the long-term stock market rate of return is somewhere in the range of 10%, how are these ETFs able to deliver higher returns and on top of that in the form of passive dividend income? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we tackle that question, I think it's fitting that we spend a bit of time to understand how options, and specifically covered call options, work. You should know that options, and derivatives in general, are considered a more risky form of investing, and they are usually more similar to gambling than most forms of passive investing. In its purest form, investing is not a zero-sum game, which means that in order for you to win, there doesn't have to be a loser on the other side. When it comes to derivatives, there is typically a winner and a loser, so if you're winning by trading options, there is someone else out there incurring offsetting losses. And of course the house, in this case Wall Street, always wins, since they take a cut of the transaction by charging a fee for facilitating the contract. A call option is basically the right to buy a security at a specific price on a specific date. You can buy or sell a call option, but selling call options is how you can generate passive income up front. This income is received from the buyer of the call option that pays you, the seller, a premium for the right to purchase the security at a specific price on a specific date. Whether this security exchange takes place or not, the seller of the call option keeps the premium. A covered call option is when you sell a call option on a position you physically own in your portfolio. Since options are typically traded for lots of 100 shares, you need to own 100 shares of a given security to sell a covered call option. Covered call options are generally considered a safer form of options trading, since you own the physical security that will cover your potential losses should the stock move above the strike price. The appeal of using covered call options is that you can leverage your existing holdings to generate more passive income. However, a covered call strategy limits your upside return potential, while also providing some downside risk exposure. Think about it this way. If the stock price falls or remains flat, you come out ahead by selling a covered call option. If the stock price moves up a little bit, you can still come out ahead by selling a covered call option. But if the stock price moves up significantly, you come out behind by selling a covered call option since you capture upside potential at the premium you received from selling the option. Covered call options are a great tool for generating cash flow from your portfolio, but they work best in a market that is moving down or sideways. They don't work as well in a bull market, because they cap your potential return, and there is a higher chance of having your position called away. Having your position called away may result in other adverse tax circumstances, but that is beyond the scope of my discussion here. Since the yield max ETFs have a rather short track record, and QILD and JEPI also haven't been around for that long, 
They are not overly great references of a long-term outcome of a cover called strategy. Fortunately, we have other options to look at that can give us more perspective. The Chicago Board of Options Exchange has a buy-write index, ticker symbol BXM, that tracks the performance of writing monthly at-the-money call options on the S&P 500 index, and it has been around since the mid-90s. In general, the covered call option strategy outperformed the S&P 500 during the years the index experienced negative returns, and in general, it underperformed the index during the years the index saw positive returns. Given that the S&P, on average, has more years of positive than negative returns, over the long term, you are better off owning the index than adopting a covered call strategy. This holds more true during long bull runs, like the period from 2009 to 2021. Owning the S&P 500 index during this period of time would have led to a cumulative return of about 700%, while the covered call strategy generated a return of only 200%. Zooming out even further, we can also see that the covered call strategy lagged the index in terms of average long-term returns. Between 1994 and 2023, SPY, the S&P 500 ETF, had a compounded annual growth rate of 9.73% compared to just 7.15% for BXM. This marginal difference of 2.5% during this 30-year period resulted in your original investment being worth twice as much with the index versus BXM. Don't get me wrong, I'm not a critic of covered call strategies, because they are a great tool for generating cash flow, but they do cycle in and out of favor depending on what type of market we find ourselves in. The past year and a half has been rather volatile, and options premiums are typically more favorable during periods of higher uncertainty. I don't know how the next few months or years will look, but sooner or later, the covered call strategy will fall back out of favor. I think it's important that you understand the pros and cons of a covered call strategy before you decide if it fits into your investing strategy. We all have different goals, and covered calls will make sense for some investors, but are less appealing to others. While QILD, JEPI, and the YieldMax ETFs offer very attractive dividend yields today, I don't think that will be the case in the long run. When we find ourselves in the next bull market, the yields of these ETFs will likely decline, and investors will experience below average total returns. And perhaps you don't care so much about total returns, and your focus is on cash flow, in which case a covered call ETF is the more favorable investment vehicle. Trading options can be scary if you're a novice investor, in which case gaining exposure to a covered call strategy through an ETF can be a good first step. From there you can transition to writing your own covered call options against your holdings that can give you more control and flexibility on your exposure and the option premium you generate. Writing out-of-the-money covered calls will generate less premium, but it will lower the odds of having your position called away. And if your plan is to sell covered calls for boring stocks that don't move much, to further lower the chances of having your position called away, then you will have to settle for even less option premium. The premium that a buyer of a call option is willing to pay is directly proportionate to the probability that a given security has the likelihood of moving to the strike price. Hence, less volatile and more predictable stocks will yield less premium, whereas more unpredictable stocks will yield more premium. If you don't believe me, just look at the underlying securities of the YieldMax ETF offerings. The reason these products can generate such high dividend yields is because the underlying securities have the potential to generate even greater returns. QILD and JEPI offer smaller dividend yields, but these ETFs use a different covered call option strategy. They are linked to indices and not individual stocks. QILD sells at-the-money covered calls against the NASDAQ 100 index, while JEPI sells out-of-the-money covered calls against the S&P 500 index. Both funds also charge investors a fee to cover their operating expenses and to generate a profit. QILD has an expense ratio of 60 basis points, while JEPI's expense ratio is 35 basis points. This equates to paying $60 for QILD and $35 for JEPI each year for every $10,000 you've invested in each ETF. I think the primary purpose of investing in any covered call strategy is to generate cash flow, 
And over a long period of time, these strategies will not generate superior total returns compared to the underlying indices.